Hello and welcome to another edition of the Star Citizens Writer's Guide. I'm your host, Aliciana, also known as Sela, from the Mystic World's gaming blog. As promised, here's an audio version of the timeline included in the original SC Writer's Guide Part 2. Its compilation was attributed to Zane. Begin transmission. 2075. Robert Space Industries introduces quantum core engine technology. Capable of traveling at 100th speed of light, this new engine allows humanity to travel to the corners of our solar system with relative ease. 2113. Terraforming technology is patented. 2120. The first attempt to terraform Mars begins. 2125. The Mars Tragedy. Early attempt at terraforming the planet suffers catastrophic failure. Over 5,000 souls killed when the Atmo collapses. 2140. First commercially available starship. 2157. Mars successfully terraformed. There's a memorial built to honor those killed in the Mars tragedy. 2214. New version of the RSI engine released, allowing travel up to one-tenth the speed of light. More ships exploring our solar system. 2232, the Artemis is launched. First attempt to have manned spacecraft fly, slow burn, to the nearest star system. Captain, crew, and thousands of volunteer colonists are placed in stasis for flight. Ultimately, the ship disappears. 2262. A series of ships inextricably disappear in the same area of space. Drawing comparisons to the Bermuda Triangle, the government declares the Nesso Triangle a no-fly zone. There is much more myth and conjecture about why this happens than there are hard facts. 2271. After almost 10 years of study, Nick Crowshore goes to investigate the Bermuda Triangle-esque space anomaly and discovers the first jump point, becoming the first human to travel to another system and the godfather of the modern nav jumpers. 2380. Crowshore Systems has been terraformed. The search for new jump points signifies the beginning of humanity's expansion to the stars. The Earth's social and political differences are set aside. We are united in our desire to strike out into the stars. The United Nations of Earth, UNE, is born. 2438. First Contact. It is considerably less cinematic or romantic than many may have dreamed of. An explorer encounters Banu in Davian. He is just as surprised as we are. The Banu are also just beginning to expand into the universe. General Neil Skolovich and delegates negotiate the first intergalactic peace and trade treaty. 2460. Through expansion and terraforming, there are vast amounts of land and territory for humanity to move to. Earth is overcrowded, so more and more people are leaving to stake a claim out in the universe. 2516. Terror settlement established. Found at a confluence of jump points, it's a perfect nexus. 2523. 70% of humans live off-world. They feel that they deserve equal representation in the UNE proceedings. The government changes form once again, becoming the United Planets of Earth, the UPE. The new government will be run by a tribunal, a high secretary, 
responsible for maintaining the infrastructure, high general, responsible for expansion and protection, and a high advocate, responsible for maintaining the law. 2530. Discovery of the Xi'an Empire. We stumble into their territory without knowing and are about to start terraforming. High General Voldar receives criticism for being too aggressive while there is muscle flexing and threats from both sides. A cold war of sorts begins with occasional casualties but not full-on open conflict. 2541. The UPE first established contact with the Tavarin. While not as technologically advanced as us, they were just beginning to strike out into the universe. A proud martial state, the Tavarian wanted what we had and struck first. The first Tavarian war begins. Colonel Ivar Messer, a brilliant and ruthless strategist, distinguishes himself in Battle of Iteris IV. He quickly becomes the pride of the military and the face of the war. 2546. Messer, now promoted to commander, brings the captured Tavarian leader to the UPE floor. He rides the popularity of his victory to become High General. Claiming the tribunal is an outdated system and cultivating a fear of the Xi'an, Messer proposes the creation of a new, single office with the title of Prime Citizen. Upon election as the first and the last Prime Citizen, it isn't long before he restructures the government into the new United Empire of Earth, UEE, and anoints himself Imperator, ushering in an age of unprecedented expansion and colonization. 2603-2610 The Second Tavarian War Repopulated after hiding on the fringe, the Tavarian have spent the last 50 years building their forces for the sole purpose of retaking their home world Caliph, renamed and resettled by the UEE as Elysium IV. While theirs is a cause that some humans can support, the UEE isn't about to give up territory. Realizing that they can't win, the Tavarian decide to make a final desperate push to scuttle their ships on Elysium IV. If they can't live there, they will die there. 2638. Senator Asan Karian of Terra publicly decries the pro-military agenda of the UEE and its unconditional support of the military-industrial complex. He calls for another vote of sovereignty for Terra and its adjacent systems. Imperator Messer XI wields the UEE's brutally efficient propaganda machine to discredit and destroy Kyrian, who disappears soon after. There are rumors that he is murdered, but nothing can be proven. 2681 the Vanduul, a nomadic leeward race in the west, starts raiding our new settlements in the Tavarian system and disappearing. They seemingly have no homeworld. Each Vanduul clan is a roaming fleet, making them exceedingly hard to catch. 2715 to 2788. The military regime reaches a plateau. While the human populace has been somewhat beaten into submission, there is a current of subversion in the culture people are starting to see the cracks in the system. Activist groups launch attacks against the political propaganda machine. The military is stretched thin, bracing for a war with Xi'an, chasing down Vandul raiders, and trying to maintain security on the human systems. The Imperator's power is waning. 2789. In a daring act of defiance, peace is independently brokered with the young Xi'an Emperor Cray by Senator Terence Akari of Terra, who refuses to fight open war on his doorstep. Terra blasts Earth for being imperialistic and short-sighted. 
Xi'an looks at the situation as a potential way to create a divide in the human empire. 2791, the massacre of Garon II. A terraforming core begins to terraform an inhabited planet. The inhabitants weren't star travelers, just a developing race which get wiped out from the Atmo processors. The corp vehemently denies that the aliens were capable of conscious thought. Activists vid footage of the aliens' rational behavior is leaked to the spectrum. It is also revealed that the terraforming corp is closely tied to the benevolent Imperator's family. That's the final straw. The people rise up and overthrow the government. Erin Toy of Earth becomes the new Imperator and promises an age of enlightenment and social consciousness. 2795. The Fair Chance Act is ratified, decreeing that it is a capital crime to attempt to terraform planets with developing creatures. These planets are to be left alone to give the species a chance to advance and evolve. 2800. The UEE builds the Ark a repository of information and culture located in space for all races in the universe. It is seen by some as an attempt at reparation. 2872 In response to criticism that humanity is only interested in greed and blood, the UEE embarks on its greatest achievement, a synth world, converting a lifeless rock into a life-sustaining planet. Construction begins in the Kronos system. It is viewed as the current era's legacy, a massive undertaking it will take decades, maybe centuries, to complete. 2920. The Synth World Project is moving slowly and is draining the Empire's economy. This is the point where our reach starts exceeding our grasp. The disparity between the rich and the poor is reaching an all-time divide, and the poor are reacting with greater and greater frustration. The Vanduul attacks are growing in frequency, and the UEE doesn't seem to be able to do anything about it. 2942, today. End transmission. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Your comments and feedback are always welcomed. Links to the actual writer's guide are included in the show notes. All music is courtesy of the Star Citizen's unofficial soundtrack, also in the show notes. This is Aliciana, signing off until next time.